bet guarantees success? What do the rich do that others don't? And what is the formula for success? Hello virtual entrepreneurs. I am your host Herbert Innocent and today we are talking about the first principle in the science of getting rich. If you're new to this podcast, we have been talking about this uh, this concept of the formula for success and we've been reading the book The Science of Getting Rich by W.D. Wallace written in 1910 and our goal has been to review that book to read it and compare it to what is happening today um, what are some of the formulas for building a successful online business and whether your business is in affiliate marketing whether it's just a small business or whether you're just working and trying to go from work transition into your own business and in the previous episodes what we talked about we talked about the right to be rich and with that concept we looked at that from the perspective of rich as in having enough resources to fully develop yourself in body mind and soul and we said that in order for you to fully develop and use your talent fully you need to use tools and those tools because of the way our society has been constructed you need money to get those tools we also talked about passion we say that having passion does go a long way in selecting you know the vacation or in selecting the particular niche or profitable opportunity that you choose to operate in and the book heavily focuses on doing things a certain way and what we mean by this is there is a way that works and doing things in that particular way and then we also have been talking about the ties of opportunity we say that every generation at every new year a uh, new few years the tide of opportunity switches and changes and so it is up to you to find where the tide has been you know switched has been focused on and going in the same direction instead of going against the tide and then on our last episode we talked about finding those profitable niches so in today's episode what we are going to do is we are going to be focusing on first principle of the science of getting rich so now without waiting any further we are going to jump into the book and we're going to look at what the book has to say and then as always we're going to have a discussion afterwards about what we think uh, of the chapter and my own keynotes on the big takeaways from the chapter so chapter 4 of the science of getting rich chapter 4 first principle in the science of getting rich thought is the only power which can produce tangible riches from the formless substance the stuff from which all things are made is a substance which thinks and the thought of form is this substance produces the form original substance moves according to its thoughts every form and process you see in nature is the visible expression of a thought in original substance as the formless stuff thinks of a form it takes that form and as 
it as it thinks of emotion it takes that motion that is the way all things were created we live in a thought world which is part of a thought universe the thought of a moving universe extended throughout formless substances and the thinking stuff moves according to that thought took the forms of systems of took the form of systems of planets and mountains that form thinking substances take the form of its thoughts and move according to the thought holding the idea of a circling system of the sun and the world it takes the form of these bodies and moving them as it thinks thinking the form of a slow moving oak tree it moves accordingly and produces the tree throughout centuries may be required to do the work in creating the formless seems to move according to the lines of the motion it has established the thought of the oak tree does not cause instant formation of a full grown tree but does start in motion the forces which will produce the tree along the established line of growth every thought of form held in thinking substances causes the creation of the form but always or at least generally along lines of growth and action already established the thought of a house of a certain construction if it were impressed upon the form of substance might not cause the instant formation of the house but it would cause the turning of the creative energies already working in the trade and commence into such channels as to result in the speedy building of the house and if there were no existing channel through which the creative energy could work then the house will be formed directly from primal substances without waiting for the slow process of the organic and inorganic world no thought or form can be impressed upon original substance without causing the creation form of the form man is a thinking center and can originate thought all the forms that man fashion with his hands must first exist in his thought he cannot shape a thing until he has thought of that thing and so far man has confined his thoughts wholly only to a work of his hands he has applied manual labor to the world of forms seeking to change or modify those already existing he has never thought of trying to cause the creation of new forms by impressing his thoughts upon the formless substance when man has the thought has a thought form he takes materials from a form of nature and makes an image of the form which is in his mind he has so far made little or no effort to cooperate with the formless intelligence to work with the father He has not dreamed that he can do what he sees the father doing. Man reshapes and modifies existing forms by manual labor. He 
has given no attention to the equation, to the question whether he may not produce things from formless substances by communicating his thoughts to it. We propose to prove that he may do so, to prove that any man or woman may do so, and to show how. Our first step, we must lay down the three fundamental propositions. First, we assert that there is one original formless substance, or substance from which all things are made. All the seemingly many elements are but different presentation of one element. All the many forms found in organic and inorganic nature are but different shapes made from the same substance, same stuff. And this stuff is thinking stuff. A thought held in it produces the form of the thought. Thought in thinking substance produces shapes. Man is a thinking center capable of original thought. If man can communicate his thoughts of original thinking substances, he can cause the creation or formation of the thing he thinks about. To summarize this, there is a thinking stuff from which all things are made, and which, in its original state, permeates penetrates and fills the interspaces of the universe. A thought in its substance produces the thing that is imagined by the thought. Man can form things in his thoughts, and by impressing his thoughts upon the formless substance, can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. It may be asked if I can prove these instances and without going into details, I answer that I can do so, both by logic and experience. Reasoning back from the phenomena of form and thought, I come to an original thinking substance, and reasoning forward from this thinking substance, I come to man's powers, to man's power to cause the form of the thinking he thinks about. Thing he thinks about, and by experimentation, I find the reasoning true, and this is my strongest proof. If one man can read this book, get rich by doing so, what he tells him to do. This is evidence in support of my claim. But if every man who does what he tells him to do gets rich, that is positive proof until someone goes through the process and fails. Theory is true until proven false, and the process will not fail, for every man who does exactly what this book tells him to do will get rich. I have said that men get rich by doing things in a certain way, and in order to do so, men must become able to think in a certain way. A man's way of doing things is directly result is the direct result of the way he thinks about things. To do things in one in the way you want them, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. This is the first step towards getting rich. To think what you want to think is to think truth, regardless of appearance. Every man has the natural and inherent power to think what he wants to think but it requires far more effort to do so 
than it is to think the thoughts which are suggested by appearance. To think according to appearance is easy. To think truth regardless of appearance is laborious and requires the expenditure of more power than any other work man is called upon to perform. This is no labor from which most people shrink as they do from of the substance of the sustained and consecutive thought it is the, it, it is the hardest work in the world this is especially true when the truth is contradictory to appearance every substance in the visible world tends to produce corresponding form in the mind which observes it and this can only be prevented by holding the thought of the truth to hold upon the to look upon the appearance of disease will produce the form of disease in your mind in your own mind and ultimately in your body unless you hold the thought of truth which is there is no disease there is only the appearance and the reality is health to look upon the appearance of poverty will produce corresponding form in your mind unless you hold the truth that there is no poverty there is only the abundance to think health when surrounded by appearance of disease is to think riches in the in the midst midst of appearance of poverty requiring power <laughs> But he who acquires this power becomes a mastermind. He can conquer fate and he can have what he wants. This power can only be acquired by getting hold of the basic fact which is behind all appearances. The fact is that there is one thinking substance from which and by which all things are made. Then we must grasp the truth that every thought held in the substance becomes a form and the man and that man can so impress his thoughts upon it as to cause them to take form and become visible things when we visualize this we lose all doubt and fear for we know that we can create what we want to create we can get what we want to have and can become what we want to be as a first step towards getting rich you must believe the three fundamental statements given previously in this chapter and in order to do so to emphasize them in order to emphasize them i repeat them here there is a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates penetrates and fills the interspaces of the universe a thought in its in this substance produces the thing that is imagined by the thought man can form things in his thoughts and by impressing his thoughts upon the formless substance can cause the thing he thinks about to be created you must lay ahead aside all other concepts of the universe than this monistic one you must dwell upon this until it is fixed in your mind and has become your habitual thought read this creed statement over and over again 
Fix every word upon your memory and meditate upon them until you firmly believe that they believe what they say. If a doubt comes to you, cast it aside as a sin. Do not listen to arguments against this idea. Do not go to the church or lectures where a contradictory concept of things is taught or preached. Do not read magazines or books which teach a different idea. If you get mixed up in your faith, all your efforts will be in vain. Do not ask why these things are true. Nor speculate as to how they can be true. Simply take them on trust. The science of getting rich begins with the absolute acceptance of faith. End of chapter 4 of The Science of Getting Rich Now, okay, <clears throat> so we have read that chapter there and I don't know from your point of view, from my point of view, there is a lot of very, very invaluable points, right? And I could easily start going into them and this episode will really expand so much but what I want to do is I want to take two points and mention them and then really dig deep into discussing one key point with examples of course so the first key point that I want to talk about is the concept of belief right um, and belief here you asked to believe and one thing that I've learned about business is it starts with belief, right? When you're creating your own product, you need to believe that it's going to help someone, right? You're going to do everything, but in doing so, you need to have faith, right? You need to have faith in your own ability to bring it to life. And you need to have faith because you are undertaking such a big challenge. You are trying to solve such a big problem. And it requires that you have faith so that you can focus and only do what you need to do to get you to where you want to be, right? There is so many pitfalls and the only way to go through them is to focus with blind faith, believing you're going to get through them to the other side, right? And I, I remember joining this program where there's thousands and thousands of entrepreneurs and I remember the first week of the entire program was to build belief we watched presentations and belief 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 for the entire week seven days we talked about belief right um, we talked about ways to overcome our self-doubt right what will you do when you feel self-doubt um, when you feel your momentum is fading away because doubt when you start doubting yourself, then your ability to act, your ability to keep moving forward really slows down. And when you're doing something such as building a business, there are so many pitfalls that the smallest of doubts can stop you from going forward. Now, I've already talked enough about this idea here. There is so much you can go into it, but I'm going to jump to the next one. And the next idea is that get... Uh, we need to start, you know, doing things in a certain way, right? Uh, the book talks a lot about this, that in order to get rich, you need to do things in a certain way. And to do things in a certain way, you need to think in a certain way, right? Um, at the beginning of the episode, we asked, what are the most common habits that rich people do, other people don't? 
Oh, and if you've read around, you'd have seen uh, people usually ask, "What is the formula for success? Uh, what habits make you more productive, or what habits do productive people have that other people don't?" We try to ask these questions because. We have seen that there's a trend in doing things a certain way and getting certain results, right?、Uh, in our society, we know that, right? Students who party too much usually don't tend to get that much good results. That is a given. And students who, you know, are always found in the library usually tend to be the A plus students, right? And so this is just a common thing. And we talk about, we talked about modeling what works. Right, and so if you're a student who usually party, and then you see the student who's usually in the library, if you try to go to the library and stay, you know, if they're reading a book and you're reading a book similar, then the chances are you start seeing your grades get better as you're watching, as you're modeling what other students are doing. So that has been the biggest,、uh, I suppose, what do you call that? That has been the biggest.、Uh, Way of putting things,、uh, or the biggest takeaway that is, you do things in a certain way. Another example is how the difference between how entrepreneurs value their time and how people who have jobs value their time. And the difference is this: entrepreneurs tend to value their time as in spending more money to save time, whereas most people's jobs tend to save.、Uh, Money and spend more time. So spend more money to save time, right? And then spending more time to save money. And the difference in thinking here is this: entrepreneurs think time is the most valuable resource. It's limited. Everyone only has 24 hours per day, right? Of all of those, about eight to eighteen hours are useful, right? And so. Since the time is limited, you can never get any more, any extra. No one has in 24 hours and an extra day,、uh, you know, in 24 hours or an extra hour. No one has that, right? And so, by spending more money to save time, we know that we can always increase the amount of money you get, but you can never increase the amount of time you get. And that is the thinking over there. Anyway, so that's the end of this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And the action of what I want you to do today is, I'm, I'm going to put the link to the book on my website, which is herbertmarketinghealth.com. I want you to go there and download and read it, because it's going to really help you understand some concepts there、uh, better when you read it for yourself. So thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you on our next episode. Have a wonderful evening.